0: Johnny was a kind soul, man, and he did not deserve to be taken from uh, this life th- yeah. th- so soon. He absolutely did not. Um, I think that we we got to the point with each other where and he we had just reached the end of the road and, and the road was there was a fork in the road and, and he was going down one path and we were going down another, to be quite honest. Uh, there was no uh, animosity at, at all. I have I had no, none of us had any ill will towards Johnny at all. There was no unkind words., uh, it just was a case where you just get that feeling that it worked for a while and it just doesn't work anymore if that makes any sense. Uh, and it's just I think it's like anybody in 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 any you know, like a band is 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 work. I mean, it's what we love to do. I don't call it a job but it is work and and relationships are work uh you gotta work at it to make them work and so we did that for an awfully long time and then it just stopped it slowly stopped working until we finally realized that for everybody's best interest it was best to part ways but i feel terrible of what happened to him and you know he left behind three beautiful children and You know, uh, people who loved him. And, you know, and I hope, I hope that people remember that about him, that he was a really good singer and he, and he put his voice on some, on some cool stuff. And hopefully he left a legacy that people can finally look back at and be proud of, of of what he accomplished. You know, I mean, he was, I couldn't say anything bad about Johnny because there's nothing bad to say about the guy. Um, He was a good soul, man, and he had a good heart. Uh, No malice within him and no ill will within him. It just sucks because he's one of the good ones.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Slam Fest podcast, where we bring the premier rock concert pregame and experience from the parking lot to the podcasting airwaves. I'm Brad. So back to my concert chronology and a local show I saw, and my first and last time at this venue. This episode is going to revolve around the Skid Row concert I saw on September eighteenth, two thousand nine, at the Small Planet in East Lansing, Michigan. So the first time I saw Skid Row was actually on the KISS Farewell Tour in 2000. I saw them three or four times opening on that tour, but obviously I mainly focused on KISS and I think maybe Ted Nugent on those episodes, but didn't really dive into Skid Row. So with this club Show, I figured we'd dive into Johnny Solinger's era of the band and take this opportunity to pay tribute to him. So, my background with the band on the bill. So, again, I have talked about <laughs> Skid Row, at least from a live setting standpoint. But, my background with Johnny Solinger as the lead vocalist, again, seeing those farewell tour shows with KISS in 2000, but from a studio standpoint, I can remember when I flew back to Detroit and my brother met me there and we went to the Aerosmith KISS tour at Comerica Park where we had Ted Nugent opening in addition to Saliva. I remember us renting a car. I think he got to the airport before I did got the rental car, picked me up, and as we were driving, I think, to get something to eat before heading downtown and checking into our hotel, he put on the album Thick Skin. So that was my first introduction to him in the studio with Skid Row, and the subsequent releases I ended up picking up, and we will talk about those later in the episode. So now on to the concert. I mentioned the venue, my first and last time at this venue. So what was the Small Planet? So it started in 1974 and had a decent run during the 80s, but really hit its stride in the early 90s after it moved from its existing location closer to campus of Michigan State University. Unfortunately, in 2000, an East Lansing development deal caused the small planet to be demolished to make room for retail and apartments. So a decade after its initial closing, the small planet returned in 2009, but only briefly. Its new location was likely the cause of its quick demise. Not not close to campus anymore, quite a hike the college students to get out there but this is when i saw this show so the capacity at this new location was roughly 550 people but again it was odd it was kind of in a strip mall (laughs) area which again just did not lend itself to quote-unquote college nightlife I don't remember if there was any sort of opener, there probably was, probably a local opener of some sort, but let's jump right into Skid Row's set list. Big Guns, New Generation, Riot Act, 18 in Life, Monkey Business, Thick as the Skin, Psychotherapy, Making a Mess, Sweet Little Sister, Ghost, I Remember You, and Close the Regular Set with Slave to the Grind and came back for one encore, Youth Gone Wild. Six songs from the self-titled debut, three songs from Slave to the Grind, one song from Besides Ourselves, three songs from Thick Skin, and zero songs from Revolutions Per Minute. So not surprised, half of their set comes from the self-titled debut. But again, there were some... uh, Decent deep cuts in there from that album, Making a Mess, and Sweet Little Sister. Three songs from Slave to the Grind. (laughs) Two of them, not really a surprise. Obviously, Monkey Business and the title cut, they seem to always do. But they slid Riot Act in there, which was pretty cool. The one cover song from Beside Ourselves, Psychotherapy from the Ramones, and then three songs from Thick Skin, which was interesting. Again, the first album that Johnny Solinger recorded with Skid Row, but zero songs from Revolutions Per Minute, which was their most recent studio recording, and they aren't playing one song from it. What the fuck? That really doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand why they wouldn't touch that album at all i mean it came out three years prior to this while thick skin had come out six years prior to this show and to not touch it i don't know it doesn't make any sense but they came out with tons of energy you had the core from the original band there rachel bolan snake sabo and scotty hill dave gara was on drums and then of course Johnny Solinger on vocals. That core band, they bring it every time they play. I thought Dave Gara did a great job on drums. He had been there since mid-2004 and ended up leaving the band in mid-2010. And like I said, I had seen Skid Row with Johnny Solinger on those big stages during the Kiss Farewell tour, Again, same core band with those shows, but I believe they had two different drummers during that run. So Charlie Mills on the front half, and then Phil Verone on the back half of that tour. Overall, it was a blast. Turnout wasn't that great, and again, it was a Friday night as well. But, you know, location, and again, you know, Skid Row, what's their drawing power in 2009 even in a club so you know my guess is it was probably half full but they brought it they absolutely brought it but again very cool to see them and again you know this is about 10 minutes from my house so new venue for me and seeing the great skid row in there absolutely a no brainer and now onto the concert calendar So Skid Row has 17 North American tour dates scheduled from February 27th through March 27th of 2024. So they kick off in Idaho, play shows in Oregon and Washington, and then 11 shows in Canada, starting with Coquitlam, Vancouver, Enoch, Dawson Creek, Calgary, Lethbridge, Saskatchewan, Moose Jaw, Brandon, Winnipeg, and Thunder Bay. And then they round out this run with two shows, one in Wisconsin and one in Michigan. For more details and information on cities, venues, and tickets, please visit the official Skid Row website and now on to the band on the bill spotlight so as i mentioned I want to dive into the johnny solinger era uh, forgotten overlooked era of the band so skid row was inactive from 1996 to 1999 after the band and sebastian bach parted ways johnny solinger's tenure with skid row was from 1999 to 2015. He was hired in 1999 and shortly thereafter. Oh, by the way, we're going to open for Kiss's Farewell Tour in 2000. There were a shitload of dates on that tour. So I mentioned a couple of uh, drummers earlier. So there were (laughs) there were a number of drummers during Solinger's tenure in the band. So 1999 to mid 2000, the aforementioned Charlie Mills. Mid 2000 to 2003, the aforementioned Phil Verone. He also recorded the album Thick Skin with them. Early 2004, Timothy DeDuro. And then mid 2004, Phil Verone was back in the band and then mid 2004 to mid 2010 dave gara who i saw on this show and he recorded revolutions per minute with the band and then from mid 2010 to mid 2015 rob hammersmith and he also recorded united world rebellion eps both chapter one and chapter two so a rotating uh, door behind the kit but the core band and Solinger were together for 16 years johnny Solinger died on june 26 2021 and which was interesting because the slam fest crew was in denver that weekend we attended freedom fest just outside of denver i can still remember mark slaughter announcing from the stage during the slaughter set that Johnny Solinger had died so what I wanted to do I'm just going to dive into these albums talk about the songs and really just give my feelings about this material so thick skin released August 5th 2003 produced by Skid Row and Steven Hagler so again my brother played this for me in a rental car in Detroit Prior to that, Aerosmith, Kiss a show we saw at Comerica Park, so it kicks off with New Generation drum bass intro into a crunchy riff, almost a Marilyn Manson feel to it. Beautiful people, lead melody is cool. Verse, you got palm muting in there, and there's an effect on Solinger's voice. Pre-chorus is good, controlling Big Brother's eye, containment. I'd rather die. Chorus, backing vocals, we're all part of a new generation, sold our souls to the next temptation, lead us not to our own damnation. Kind of follows the riff that Melody does, which I'm, again, normally not a big fan of. And this is okay. This song's okay. Next up, Ghost. First single and co-written by Damon Johnson. So good. This song is fantastic verse mellow you got arpeggios in there great verse melody pre-chorus looking back it seems that i went about it all wrong and holds wrong as it goes into the chorus backing vocals lying alone in the bed we made watching headlights on the shade the ghost that's sleeping by your side are my promises to you that died harmonies are great the melody is great this just sounds like skid row something maybe off of the first album pre-chorus 2 mix up the lyrics here when I walk if I fall down can I take it in stride and again holds that note on stride which is great outro chorus fantastic and you know seriously I would put this song up against anything from their first two albums. Yep, I said it. Next up, Swallow Me, The Real You. Great heavy riff, verse, mellow vibe, pre-chorus kicks in. It's just the way I see you, only I see the real you. Chorus, I'm jagged as the pill you choke on. Great lyric, harmonies are great. This is a cool, cool song. Next up, Born a Beggar, very cool riff, very 90s feel to it verses mellow pre-chorus great harmonies chorus great lyrics and melody backing vocals drops a Pavlov's hungry dog (laughs) reference in there great stuff (laughs) with with those lyrics almost sounds like stuff right off of the first and second album with with those great lyrics as well great song next up what I'm calling (laughs) the uh, title cut Thick is the skin, heavy chugging, riffing, verse, double-tracked vocal, lots of space in the riff. Tease the chorus, great screaming vocal in there. When they do finally get to the pre-chorus and chorus, both good. Kind of follows the riff a little bit, but it works a little better here. Thick is the skin, thick is the skin, yeah. Cool bass breakdown in there. Hay haze leading into the solo, and then some outro haze as well which I'm always a sucker for. Next up, See You Around, the quote unquote ballad of the album. Acoustic drums, lead volume knob work in there. Almost has a with or without you feel to it. Verses are great, lots going on musically. Chorus, backing vocals, the last train is leaving. There's nothing more that I can say. I didn't mean to bring you down. I guess I'll see you around. So the underlying chord progression's great. Great, great song. Almost sounds like Bon Jovi in these arms, which I'm a huge fan of that song. But that chorus kinda kinda has that feel of it to me. And then outro, there's some ooh oohs in there, which always work for me as well. Next up, Mouth of Voodoo, long intro into a heavy riff. Verse, bass drums, intermittent riffing kicks in. Pre-chorus, let me be your ceremony, burn me in your ritual. We'll walk in time as we fall into the Mouth of. And then chorus, voodoo, then we can shine, shine, shine. Underlying riff, almost kind of reminds me of Megadeth a little bit. Some Reckoning Day in there but very very cool song next up one light again acoustic mellow sounds like something maybe live was doing in the 90s same type of drum beat chorus one light burns one light fades eh, it's just okay the one light burns part is pretty repetitive next up i remember you Too, 2 t-w-o upbeat punk version of this huge, huge hit. Musical intro is cool. You know, the chorus, I think, works. You know, the melody and the lyrics are, are just so good from this song. You could do that at any tempo, and I think it would work, but it, it works here. The rest of the song, eh, I don't know. It, uh, I, not so much double track vocal harmonies in there are are pretty good and then the outro is is kind of unique they kind of repeat remember you and then there's lots of you 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 use and of course it ends just with a random one two three four as every punk song should next up lamb mid-tempo riff sounds like something off of subhuman race very heavy pre-chorus and chorus are cool. Great melody, harmonies, everybody, somebody else's sacrificial lamb. Next up, down from the underground, mid-tempo riff, pinch harmonics in there, verse, clean guitar, strumming, great tone, harmonies are good, pre-chorus is good, chorus down, going down, going down from, down from underground. Underlying intro riff in there during that chorus. Then the album closes out with Hitting the Wall, Upbeat Rocker, verse, palm muting, chugging riff, chorus, we're hitting the wall, hitting the wall, underlying yeah from Solinger, look at me and you're seeing a monster, you ain't seen it all. So again, 2003, obviously a more modern sound to it, but really, genre-wise, this album is all over the place. I mean, it's got heavy, heavy stuff, like off of Subhuman Race. It's got melodic stuff off of the first album, stuff off of Slave to the Grind as well. So again, it is just all over the map. There's some great stuff in there, but I'm, I'm not sure they knew maybe what direction if they actually wanted to go in a direction with the album, I think they had written stuff over all of these years since Subhuman Race. And, and just kind of spilled it all out and said, alright, here's 12 songs, let's release it. So next up, Revolutions Per Minute, released October 26th, 2006 produced by Michael Wagner so he is back in the fold which is uh, never a bad thing I actually got this when it was released so again the other one I heard from my brother but this one I bought on release day opens up with disease opening (laughs) almost kind of thrashy heavy heavy song snare sound is is pretty good very tight chorus i felt your disease now i think i've had enough i've had enough great harmonies again tempo changes throughout the song underlying riff is cool solo quite a bit of wah-wah pedal in there you know overall not a huge fan of that song track two another dick in the system upbeat cool riff verse call and response with that riff solinger sounds great here sounds double tracked but it but it works kicks in as it's leading into the chorus i said i loved you but you didn't listen i know there's another dick in the system great solo cool ending call and response haze with cool cool riffing this is a good song. Next up, Pulling My Heart Out From Under Me. Always loved the groove of this song since the first time I heard it. Almost kind of sounds like uh, my comparison here is kind of the the vibe that Puddle of Mud had with their song Psycho, which was several years later. But fantastic verse melody here. Double-tracked vocal. Again, that melody is great. Chorus you won it you broke it you held it to choke it you're pulling my heart out from under me next up when god can't wait so uh two minutes and 15 seconds country punk (laughs) this is not what i go to skid row for at all so i think maybe solinger's bringing the country flair to it and obviously the skid row guys bringing that punk feel but no you know influences (laughs) i respect where they came from but don't don't put this on this album next up shut up baby i love you rocking upbeat riff verse eh, isn't great call and response with the riff there isn't great i think the chorus is cool sounds like skid row Backing vocals, "Shut Up, Baby, I Love You" part eh, isn't isn't so great, but overall, it's a rocking song. Next up, "Strength," <laughs> perfect cover. Is it better than the original? I, more umph overall, and and maybe a better chorus. But you know, you got to give a nod to uh, <laughs> to the Alarm for this song. But I, I don't know this version actually feels like it builds to something you know the alarms version just kind of you know stays uh stays at the same level kind of throughout but what an awesome song starts off with the chorus and there's underlying power chords in there verse cool riffing palm muting and harmonics kind of down the neck of the guitar after each line which are more pronounced in this version than the alarm version but very cool either way. Pre-chorus, I need someone I can depend on, and there's some woe-ohs in there. They tease the chorus and go back to the verse, and then they get to the second pre-chorus. I'm at the point in my life where I need affection, and there's woe-ohs, and then the chorus, give me love, and there's call and response with the backing vocals. Give me hope, same thing. Give me strength, give me someone to live for. Pre-chorus three, I don't know if I'm living or dying. And those wo ohs again, awesome song. It's not just verse, chorus, verse, chorus. There's that great pre-chorus in there with kind of a tempo change and just a, just a kick-ass song. Next up, White Trash.
0: <sighs>
1: so, here we go again with kind of a, kind of a novelty song. A spoken part <laughs> during the verse is lame. Pre-chorus, I'm not human, not human, I'm special. Chorus is actually okay. Minor harmonies in there. I want to be white trash, sit around on my fat ass. So many hours in the day to piss my life away. But they repeat the same (laughs) chorus. I I mean, I would think that they'd be able to come up with some more lyrics to describe white trash in the second chorus, but I guess they were sticking with the punk feel and just repeating lines. Once again, only two minutes and 54 seconds. Don't need it. And then right after that, You Lie, (laughs) another novelty song it's like oh what the fuck guys this is a full-length album (laughs) that you've released here and you're putting this uh you're putting this stuff out again about two minutes and 43 seconds here's a sample line from this song i'm trying to believe you but it's such a fucking chore you lying cheating dirty little whore next up nothing cool power chords and underlying lead melody kind of a gothy feel almost uh kind of that lead part kind of that lead uh melody reminds me of that lead melody in the song sleeping my day away by d.a.d first chugging riff cool delivery melody drops a bowie reference in the lyrics. Pre-chorus, cool bass runs. Harmonies are good. Chorus, good harmonies and melody. Underlying main riff, power chords, and underlying lead melody in there. Outro, lots going on. Call and response at the backing vocals of the chorus. Cool song. Next up, Love is Dead. Verse, serious underlying riff going on in there. Pre-chorus, feed me, bleed me the chorus just yeah isn't great music kind of drops out close the lid drive the nails bury me because your love is dead very cool musical breakdown underlying acoustic lead melody the second lead doing some fills in there a cool part but completely out of left field almost uh Sounds like two uh, two separate songs. Outro chorus, underlying riffing, stop and go, and then there's music with the last part of the chorus, which kind of mixes it up a little bit, but overall not a great song for me. Next up, Let It Ride, upbeat riffing, punky feel, chugging riff, and upbeat main riff. Chorus, gang chorus is cool, and then there's just a Let It Ride from Solinger. Another cool breakdown part, underlying arpeggios, outro chorus, very cool, power chords, harmony sound better than the main chorus. (laughs) So here's an example of, they mixed it up during the outro and that outro is actually better than the main chorus. And then on some versions, there was this You Lie corn-fed mix. again it just just don't don't need it the first time let alone a second time with a different different mix to it i just i don't know i don't i don't understand why they put this stuff on here 12 songs on the album but again two or three of them are you know under under two and a half minutes long and are completely unnecessary So this one's a little bit more tightened up than uh, Thick Skin, and you can probably credit that to Michael Wagner uh, with the production. Again, maybe a little bit too much punk uh, feel, influence uh, for my liking on here, but there are some cool tracks on it. So then they released United World Rebellion, chapter one, EP, April 16th, 2013. And then Chapter 2 on August 5th, 2014, both produced by Rachel Bolin and Dave the Snake Sabo. So again, both of these had five songs on them with a couple of covers. So Chapter 1 kicks off with Kings of Demolition. Heavy song, call and response, vocal, riff, into a cool riff. Total nod to Living on a Chain Gang, From Slave to the Grind. Cool pre-chorus. Chorus, I'm king of the demolition. Justice is a new religion. Praise God for the ammunition. Getting back at the rat with the bullets. Cool backing vocals and underlying riffing. Outro, cool lead guitar call and response with the chorus melody. Next up, let's go. Upbeat driving riff. Verse, lots of space in the riff and then it kicks in chorus i'm one with the machine bleeding gasoline kick the tires like the fires let's go after the second chorus they repeat let's go great effect on his voice killer solo great tone they trade off you can hear that in the left and right channel and i'm assuming they are going back and forth between snake and scotty hill track three this is killing me cool acoustic ditty Chorus, the love there was to be, this is killing me, kicks in, underlying electric riffs in there, breakdown part is awesome, great backing vocals, melody, I'm gonna fly, great whoa os Next up, get up, mellow verses, underlying chugging riff, arpeggios, chorus, backing vocals, get up, get ready to go, get up, you know you got to get up because she's ready to blow. Great solo, underlying riff, cool groove as the song comes to an end. So this EP closes out with stitches, feedback into a bassline, drums, cool riff, verse, palm muting, riffing, chorus. I can't wait for these stitches to heal. I'm pulling them out for the wound to be real. The breaks and the bruises are all that I feel. I can't wait for the stitches to heal. So then moving on to chapter two, kicks off with We Are The Damned. Very cool, heavy riff. Pre-chorus is great. Chorus, We Are The Strong through We Are The Lost. We Are The Damned. Underlying arpeggios and riffing, post-solo breakdown, chorus is whispered. Outro, hey, hey, hey's. We are, we are, we are and then kind of call and response with the backing vocals with those we r's very very cool track give it the gun chugging riff intro cool riff over that chugging riff verse call and response with the vocal riff pre-chorus is good chorus you've got to give it the gun give it the gun backing vocals number one is get me out of here give it the gun on two, do what you gotta do, give it the gun, count of three, jump in the driver's seat, and ends with give it the gun. Just great great lyrics, great delivery in there, and great underlying riff during that chorus. Catch your fall, acoustic bass, verse and chorus are pretty good. Pre chorus <laughs> is not I don't know, it just doesn't seem to fit this song. This is this is kind of the only speed bump on both of these EPs. Damnation Army follows power chord and baseline intro, kicks into an upbeat heavy riff, maybe almost a priest rapid fire feel. Verse chugging lead fills into a great pre-chorus, backing vocals, who are we to be free, so damn the enemy here we stand side by side they can try to take us down but never take our pride chorus Rebels, we are hold together by scars the rise of the damnation army freedom is ours they bring down the powers the rise of the damnation army and then again (laughs) you've got this one two three four count off which is again kind of a punk thing but you know reminds me a lot of uh something even like anthrax would do chapter two closes out with zero day slow build heavy groove verse lots of space in the riff very cool pre-chorus tempo change light me aflame before i freeze until i climb from my disease chorus very melodic great vibe we'll meet again on zero day chorus two i'd rather burn before i freeze or throw the fight than to appease so this you know combination of these two eps which i would say makes an album 10 tracks so they tightened it up you know the previous two were 12 songs but there was some filler bullshit <laughs> on both of those albums mostly on the previous one, Revolutions per Minute. But this one's tight, ten tracks, and is very consistent and very heavy. And you know, it sounds like stuff kind of from the, the first two albums, maybe even more so, Slave to the Grind. So I think these two are really the forgotten gems out of this Solinger era. I mean, 2013, 2014, nobody gave a shit about what Skid Row was doing, let alone what they were doing new music-wise. So, if you can find these, check them out. There's some great, great stuff on here. And again, overall, you know, across all three of these albums, there is some really good stuff that Johnny had his vocal on and he was good every time I saw them live and I I don't think he he gets the credit that he deserves he was in the band for 16 years carrying the torch singing these tough songs night after night rest in peace so now on to the slam fest tip of the week so (laughs) pre-gaming during this show, so as I mentioned, this venue was basically in a strip mall. So I pulled up and parked <laughs> September, so the weather was still decent, rolled down the windows, and I was listening to a leaked version of KISS's 19th studio album, Sonic Boom, <laughs> and <laughs> I I can't remember if I was listening to anything else or if I just put that thing on and and let it it roll. But for some strange reason, I had this thought that, all right, so Skid Row, you know, they're going to be in this small club. You know, they're probably going to be hanging out at the bar before the show. (laughs) And even after the show, and I had these, I had these thoughts that I was going to talk to them about this new Kiss album that uh, had leaked, and I had a copy of it in my car. What
0: is wrong with you?
1: So I don't know, I don't know what I was thinking. What was I? My mid, uh, mid to upper thirties, I guess, uh, <laughs> during during this this uh, this show. But as I mentioned, I mean they were rushed in played the show rushed out in a car and gone so yeah i didn't uh i didn't get a single uh a single word in at all even with you know kind of a smaller crowd there there was just uh there was just no way that was going to happen but uh i had these visions that i was going to talk to the members of skid row (laughs) about a forthcoming kiss album and now to close out this episode with a Which Side Are You On?
0: Two sides of the coin, I'm getting weary. Which one I choose? Anytime? choose one.
1: So we're gonna pin the two cover songs from United World Rebellion Chapter 1, released April 16th, 2013, and the two cover songs from Chapter 2 released August 5th, 2014. So again, no charting, no certifications for either of these EPs, but the Chapter 1 EP had Fire Fire from EZO and United from Judas Priest on it. And Chapter 2 had Sheer Heart Attack by Queen and Rats in the Cellar from Aerosmith so looking at chapter one fire fire by EZO so I don't own any EZO but any EZO that I have heard I have been a fan of and I know that stuff is tough to track down these days but crazy everything that I've heard by them I have liked so this song fire fire a cool opening riff kicks into a heavy chugging riff and there's some some rests in there which is very cool great vibe to the song great harmonies chorus ash to ashes and lust to dust in a feast of flame we wait our time to burn fire fire cool melody second chorus they've got different lyrics in there which is a cool touch and actually requires some uh some songwriting all doomed to be consumed fire fire cool breakdown part into the solo outro cool arpeggios repeating fire fire so then united by judas priest cool intro riff drum hits great vocal again he's not halford but he does an admirable job with it again this song doesn't have a a lot of uh Halford's uh, you know, toughest uh, vocal in it, but still it's Halford. Kicks into the second verse with delay, so keep it up. Delay on up. Outro gang chorus is great. About two minutes longer than the original version. They let the percussion and that music run out, so it's just the backing vocals, which is a cool touch. Shifting over to chapter two, so Sheer Heart Attack by Queen, obviously a jam. Production is really compressed. (laughs) Just, it sounds like a wall of sound here, but the hey, hey, haze, it was the DNA. Great delay on that is cool. The vocal works. Chorus, the Sheer Heart Attack effect on Sheer is cool. And even on the real cardiac part, included the lead fills during the second verse but it is missing the Brian May guitar solo effects etc which I'm kind of glad they didn't try to recreate that here but they did have a harmonized queenish solo which was a cool nod to the band and then rats in the cellar by Aerosmith another obvious jam overproduced a little bit again first verse worked Second verse was a bit of a struggle, and again, you know, trying to recreate that uh, kind of call and response that Tyler basically is doing with himself, I'm sure is uh, tricky. But that you're wearing, tearing me part <laughs> does work. Great soloing, a little bit more than the original, and obviously there is more harmonica in the original. I'm not sure I detected any harmonica in this cover, but just a, a rip roaring song so what what do i do here i mean the easy song was great again not familiar with it but thought it was very cool united not my favorite judas priest song but they did a great job with it sheer heart attack they did a great job with it just a rocking song and you know didn't uh didn't try to recreate too much of the uh you know <laughs> The stuff from Brian May and, and obviously the stuff from from Freddie vocally, but it worked. And then Rats in the Cellar again, great uh, great song to choose from Aerosmith, and it it worked it worked well for the for the most part. So if I had to choose, I'd have to give the edge to Chapter Two with Sheer Heart Attack and Rats in the Cellar. Did anyone see Skid Row live in 2009? If so, when and where, and what were your thoughts, memories, or stories from that show? What were your thoughts on Johnny Solinger as the replacement for Sebastian Bach? What did you think of the Skid Row discography with Johnny solinger Thick Skin, Revolutions Per Minute, and the United World Rebellion EPs. And last but not least... Which covers do you prefer from those United World Rebellion EPs? The two from Chapter 1, Fire Fire by EZO and United by Judas Priest? Or the two from Chapter 2, Sheer Heart Attack by Queen and Rats in the Cellar from Aerosmith? Let us know your thoughts by emailing us at slamfestpodcast at gmail.com or request to join our private Facebook page at Slamfest Podcast.